You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome March for Our Lives activists Emma Gonzalez and Matt Deitch. Welcome to the show. Hello. So good to have you here. Is that the first thing you're gonna do? Go straight to my water? You're just gonna check if it's water? What if no, it's the mug. What I if just... it was just like a fake mug and now you would have exposed the fact that I don't have any real things in my cups? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Um, you know what's been fascinating for me in watching your journey is that many people get angry when something bad happens in, in their world, not just in America, anywhere. Uh, many people are outraged, many people say something, some people do something, but you continue to work at it to make change. What do you think keeps driving you? I definitely know that um, in the very beginning of all this, we met with a bunch of kids from Chicago, who uh, the Peace Warriors mainly, who we are still friends with today. And they told us about the six principles of nonviolence of Martin Luther King's. And principle number five is, um, no, principle number four is, accept suffering without retaliation for the sake of the cause to achieve the goal. Which means basically, it doesn't matter what you face as an individual, the goal is much more important than anybody. Which is kind of the main principle that, you know, we went to see the sit-in counters in North Carolina. And right. that was the methods that were used then. Doesn't matter if somebody hits me, doesn't matter if somebody pours something over my head, try to get me off of this seat. I need to sit here because this is for everybody. And you, you, you have been attacked in multiple ways online. I mean, everyone has accused you of everything from being political puppets all the way through to crisis actors. People have said that your, your emotion is fake. You, you've, you've fought through that, and now you have a movement that has taken you on the road. What is this organization all about? It's all about saving lives, Trevor. It's, uh, it's all about creating coalitions throughout different communities around this country so that we can come together and create a united front for change. Uh, this is way more than just Parkland. This is about the communities around this country that suffer from day-to-day -day gun violence and gun violence in many different forms. Uh, so every single day on this tour, we've traveled 70-something uh, stops now. And every single place we go, we hear a new story of someone lost in a different form of gun violence. And so it's about fighting for all of them right. before it's too late. And the main thing you're trying to do is get young people to register to vote. Mm -hmm. And actually show up for them. And vote. actually show up. Like, th that's an important part. Why, why is that the key to what you're doing? Because, I mean, people say, like, register to vote, but you're going, like, no, we want you to show up. Why is there a difference? Because people say, my vote doesn't count. So if somebody's in your face saying, register to vote, you can say, ah, oh, sure. But nobody's gonna go up to you the day of the polls and say, get out there and vote, you know? Like, there's, we're gonna try to do offers of ride sharing and stuff like that, right. or, you know, we encourage people to say, like, you know, try to carpool everybody that you know and try to get everybody at the polls at the same time to right. offer the transportation to those who don't have it. But if, you know, if, if a million people say my vote doesn't count, that's a million votes that could have either swung a district or made an impact. You know, in the Ohio special election, it was under 2,000 votes that, like, was the difference between the two people. Right. Like, your vote really, really does count. What if it had been one vote? Right. That person's one vote would have made the difference. Right, we, we saw a story where in one election it was, had to be decided by basically a coin flip, and mm -hmm. it, it's starting to show you that elections are getting closer and closer. People's votes are counting more than they ever thought before. Young people in particular haven't been uh, good at turning up when it comes to the midterms. In this election, it feels different. We're seeing research that says more and more people are registering, more and more people who are young are inclined to vote. Do you feel like gun violence and mass shootings are a big driving factor in this? 
Well, young people are more educated now than they've ever been before. And young people turn out at a rate about one in five. If young people turn out in a rate of two out of five, they can swing any election that they turn out in. And so that's what it's really about, is about showing that young people, if you can just convince one person in your proximity that to vote that wasn't planning on voting, you can swing this election. Right. And actually obtain morally just leaders. Because right now, Congress does not reflect the wants and needs of the American people. When, when it comes to gun issues, one thing I've noticed repeatedly is how uh, you will be asked questions that many people in Congress don't get asked or aren't even, aren't even expected to know the answers to. Uh, you have had to, I think, immerse yourself in policy more than many politicians have in a strange way. But what are you hoping will be achieved by people voting? What are you hoping some of the changes will be when it comes to gun reform in America? Well, when something like universal background checks is supported by over 95% of the American public and the Speaker of the House refuses to introduce a bill to be voted on, uh, that is what we want to see change. We want right. these policies that are uh, being supported with a supermajority in this country, like universal background checks, digitizing the ATF, disarming domestic abusers, uh, violence prevention programs, and our, the rest of our policies are on our website, right. marchforourlives.com, how we save lives. But. Uh, it's mostly just about getting these policies that have nothing to do uh, with the Second Amendment and just have uh, a basis in saving lives right. that are supported by uh, the general public. These all poll above 65% with the general public, yet Congress decides to do absolutely nothing. And, and you've, been, you've been hosting town halls. You've been meeting with people. You've, you've hosted more town halls than I think some people in Congress may have actually hosted. 150 congressmen have not had a town hall in the last two years. Wow. So, you're out there. You're meeting with people who don't always agree with you. What do you find are the things they agree with you on? And is there something that you find in some way shifts a person's perspective? Or is there some way that they've shift your perspective, shifted your perspective when you engage with people you don't agree with? Usually when people come up to us and say, I don't like what you stand for. They think that we are trying to take guns out of America or that we are against the Second Amendment. That's not true. We are a pro-Second Amendment organization. We want safety around guns. Right. People who are law-abiding citizens and are worried about getting their guns taken away, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you have nothing to worry about. We're talking about the people who are not law-abiding citizens. Right. If you're that conscious about it, you should understand, you, you obviously do understand that guns are something that need to be held with respect and responsibility. With great power comes with great responsibility. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> but, like, but like, that's true, and everybody needs to hold that in their hearts and in their minds, and there are a lot of people who don't, and we're just trying to catch everybody up to that right. process. And, 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 and when, when people say to you, oh, you kids are out there, you, you're trying to take the guns away, uh, some people will say to you, like, oh, do, like, you, you're trying to change what America stands for. What do you find changes them when you speak to them as a person? Like, is, is there a moment where they go, like, oh, I, I see what you're saying? Or do you find sometimes you just have to say we agree to disagree? Uh, we just bring them into the reality of what's going on in this country. A lot of them choose to ignore what's actually going on in communities even really near theirs. Uh, we'll be in Wisconsin, and they won't understand the day-to-day -day gun violence that happens in Milwaukee when they're in Janesville. And that is heartbreaking to us because we need to really love our neighbors. We need to come together community by community and actually stand for each and every life that we're losing every right. day. And so when... Uh, I didn't uh, So a lot of these people don't actually understand what's happening day to day. A toddler picks up a gun and shoots themselves or someone once a week for the last three years in this country. 
And with something like safe storage laws or mandatory trigger locks or even like a bike lock on a gun trigger could save countless lives in this country. And that is just common sense. Right. It makes perfect sense for someone to say, oh yeah, I should report if my gun is stolen. But in Texas, where more guns are stolen than anywhere else in the country, that's not a law. You don't have to do that. But if you steal alcohol from a parent, it could be a felony. It's child endangerment. But we call it an accidental shooting. There are no accidental shootings. It's negligence. Let's, um, let's talk about the shirts that you're wearing. <laughs> All right, clearly you didn't talk about it before you left the house. You're wearing the same thing. Um, you're not just talking, you're doing. You're not just doing, you're helping others do. Getting people out to vote always seems tedious. Your shirts have a purpose. Tell me about them. The QR code, if you scan it with your camera, very simple, don't even need an app, it will get you registered to vote in under two minutes. So if we, can, we, can we zoom in on that right now? So if you're watching this at home, yeah, if you're watching this at home right now, and you zoom in, like, you, you can take a picture of this right now on your phone, and you can join this movement. You can register to vote, you can get out there, you can have your voice heard. You don't even have to agree with us in policy. You can just, just get vote. registered to vote yeah, and get out there right. and vote. And... I like that. So, uh, it's, like, gonna be, like, over 100 dates. How do you go back to your normal lives? Like, like you, you guys know you have the right to be kids as well, right? Like, there, when, what, there, what, like what do you go back to after this? There, there is no normality in this country right now. And so, having to understand that... Uh, we need to continue building these coalitions with people and continue educating people what's going on day to day because not a day has passed on this tour where we haven't heard a new name, a new story. We haven't seen a day go by where a new, a new news story of someone else shot and killed, another young person shot and killed in this country happens. This doesn't happen anywhere else except America. Right. And it is up to us as Americans to actually stand up and fight for each other. And so there is no normality until we can continue to come together and actually change this. So I know you want us to be kids, but uh, we have more important things to do. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for being on the show. To learn more about the movement, go to marchforourlives.com. Emma Gonzalez, Matt Dutch, everybody. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central, and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.